Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. At what point in your life did you notice yourself maturing? Things that used to upset you or wreck your day or put you in a bad mood. How do you even define that? Well, that's it's for this specific example, I'm thinking of like things that at one point in your life would have wrecked your day or put you in a bad mood or made you mad. And then you see yourself as you mature, letting those things just kind of roll off your back. You shrug them off. Sometimes you even laugh them off because you you realize that they don't really matter. We we had an example of this this past weekend. Would you like to tell people? And it was actually yesterday. It was in the Sunday paper. Would you like to tell people what unfolded? We were thrilled to have been contacted by the uh, area newspaper, and they wanted to do an article um, talking about our transition from commercial radio to doing a podcast. And so we sat down and we did about a one hour long interview um, with the reporter. And yesterday was the day that the article was featured on the front page of the current section in the Sunday paper. So you went and you grabbed two copies and um, there was a typo on the sub headline of the paper and they called me Bess with a B instead of Jess with a J. George and Bess podcast. The old Bess. <laughs> She's a good one. Quite the gal. And I, no part of me felt any kind of negative feelings. Like I just laughed when I saw it. And as, as that sunk in, I realized that even probably six months ago, that tiny Little mistake would have ruined my day. I would have yeah, let it ruin my day. Yeah, I know. I, I can testify to that. And the, the funny and the really funny thing is, you are the least looking or acting best individual <laughs> on the planet. You best doesn't even fit you. Maybe I should be more best. Uh, you're you're definitely a <laughs> Jess. When I think of best. I think of a muumu and a tub of potato salad. You know, and that's why I was like, "Oh my god, that is the best." Uh, and by the way, it was the the article was actually written by a friend of ours, and he did a great job. It was a very nice Somebody, article. It was great that they even yeah. had the interest in our podcast to to put it in the paper. And so all I could do was just laugh, George and Bess. Yeah, that's funny. And I do. I I'm a big advocate <laughs> for. Uh, local print i know that it's it's like other forms of media uh, of the past it's sometimes struggling right now but I, I do love small town papers so i mean it was it was uh and actually the you know our, our local one here is bigger than even some of the smaller oh, outlets. absolutely, it's yeah. the metro one for yeah. southern minnesota but anyways i in all honesty I, I i appreciate any and I think you learned that Certainly. through the years, any attention that you get, especially when it was when it was very well done. It was a great article. So, so Mike did a fantastic job, but I just got the biggest <laughs> kick out of that because I thought because your your sister's name is Melissa 
and her husband calls her Old Miss once in a while. And now I thought, when you two were together, Bass and Old Miss. It's Old Miss and Old Bass. <laughs> and I thought, oh my God, how that will never go away. That will be, that's going to be a great story we can tell the kids for years. It's, it, it's so funny. And I, I, I know. Six months ago, I, it would have ruined my day. By the way, if, if you want to actually see it, s- go to Facebook, search George and Jess podcast. When you find it, we'll throw a picture up and you can see exactly uh, a picture of what would have set Jess off uh, just a few years ago. It, a few right? months ago, I well, think. Well, and- I think that's because going back to that article, we had reached a level of high anxiety. Well, right, right, because you... You do an interview, and then you're like, oh, I hope whatever I said. Well, no, not that. I'm talking about oh. leaving the job. Oh, yeah. Right? I, well, that the, the whole article was about why. Right. And by the way. But I still get anxiety when I do an interview. Like, <laughs> please, I hope I didn't say anything stupid. And you, we, we didn't. And he, you did For once. Certainly. <laughs> no, but it's. Yes, it, there was a level of, of high anxiety. Like Well, at, we, our, at our former before job. Before we left, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think anybody that's been at a job like that, when you're getting close to your breaking point, you know. Well, right? and it just, I and think. And that just adds to the, the, the anxiety. The stress, yeah. and that makes everything seem more serious. And it kind of goes along with that power positive thinking and like mindset that we've been talking about. I think when you make those kind of changes on yourself, you start to see what really does deserve your energy and your attention and your emotion. And that wasn't one of the things that deserved any of that. No. Well, you I know, mean, again, it was because it's not that big of a deal. Right. It's not that serious. There was there was a lot of people that didn't even notice it until I posted on social <laughs> media and I pointed it out. Right. Because the actual <laughs> top headline was correct. And then everything throughout the article was correct. It was the one subheadline under the actual picture. George and Beth. Which and, and, and again, they did a great job. It was on the front page of the current, and it was just right there. And they did a good job. And it was when I as soon as I opened it up, that because of the bold print, it was the first thing I saw. And I thought, oh my God. And I honestly, because I had left you and Clara at home, I'm like, I'm just gonna run to the gas station real quick. I'm gonna fill up because we were gonna do some running yeah, around anyway. Yeah, we gotta hit yeah. <laughs> George and Beth. And I, I climbed back in the car and I opened it up to the current section and I was like, oh my God, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? But can, can you think of anything that's happened to you where you laughed about it or let it roll off your back that normally would have or in the past would have upset you? Well, I think, yeah, I think over the years in I think in broadcast in general, I've, it, it, I don't want, I hate to use this word, but it does somewhat callous you, right? Yeah. I mean, I've just over, I would say over the 30 years that I did radio almost, uh, I learned more and more not to care what people think. I think in life in general that well, happens, right? Yeah. Because you got to be yourself and not everybody. I mean, how many billions of people are on the planet earth? They're not all going to like you. And you don't like every no. person. Right. So that's what I always think when I'm like, oh, I don't think that person likes me. But I'm like, but I also don't like every person. So that's fine. And I've also learned. Cool. I mean, that's the biggest thing. I think that's if you look at one defining moment in your life. Where you say to yourself, my God, you can even look at yourself and say, I'm maturing. 
for me, it was when I could say, I don't care what other people think. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't care. I don't want to have as big a house or bigger. I don't need to have the nicest car. I don't need to dress like what I don't need to act. I don't need to hang out with these people. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to hang out with people that give me the positive vibes that I like. Yeah. Feel good. I think all of that, when you really take control, that was our topic. Yeah. Was that last month? Last, last week. It, it was, was last Monday, week last sometime. Week. We talked about it. But when you take control of your life, then you know you're maturing. And I, you know, I, I could see that myself even this past weekend. We just roll with the punches. And there's this element of understanding that you're the main character in your life, but nobody else is really paying that much attention. Right. They're, They're worried not. about them and their own, and their own life. So it's like, you might as well just do what you want to do. You know, like it's not that serious. Nobody no, cares. No one's paying that much attention. But you think that they are. I know. But once you start to change your thinking and realize that they aren't, and if they are, that that's on them, you know? Right. Like it, things really do start to change. Right. And then the other side of that, and I talk to the kids about this sometimes, is like when you are constantly looking for something to be mad about, you will find it. Yes. But when you're not, you won't. Right. You know, like when you're constantly like ready to be mad. And there are individuals that you probably come across every day who are like that. And it makes me sad for them because I used to be like that too. And it takes a lot of energy especially, to constantly be mad. Especially if you're uh, in an environment where that is like the where that seems to be the status quo. Yes. Right? It's, it's just, exhausting. It's, oh my God. Like yeah. Every time you turn around, someone's mad about something and they're like looking for things to be mad about. And once you change your thinking on that too, you then you start to notice, oh, that would have made me mad at one point and it, it doesn't anymore because yeah. it's not that serious. Like I was walking into Target on Saturday. I don't know if you know, it was a little windy this weekend. Oh my God, it's still. And I had like a sundress on like a summer dress and it was like a Marilyn Monroe moment and my whole dress was like woo up over my head and I laughed because you were wearing like a sundress I had a sundress on and sneaks and I just like laughed out loud in the Target parking lot and like I'm sorry if you any of the passerbys saw my pink underwear but it's not that serious it's just it's that you know it's it's simple stuff like like, that right whoops it's simple stuff like that that would have set you. I mean, you would have oh, been freaked out about so it. I would have been so embarrassed. And I would have been like, oh my God, I can't let that happen. Everyone saw my butt, which nobody cares. No one no one was probably even paying attention. So let's run through a few of these then. Actually, there, there's a list of 10 signs that you as an individual are maturing. Yeah, this is an, old, an older article from Medium, um, which is a great online publication if you've never read it Um, but there are some things you can look for and recognize in yourself to identify if you are maturing and the first one is a big one you discuss ideas not people we just brought that up last week the old Eleanor Roosevelt quote that great minds discuss ideas weak minds talk about other people yep they say generally Speaking, if you're talking about others, it's to prop yourself up on a soapbox. That is so true. So true. Yes. Uh, you love yourself as much as you love anyone else. Um, this is like when you, you, 
accept your imperfections and you right. appreciate yourself for where you're at and you don't. Everybody has them. Yeah, exactly. Right. I think that that is one misconception that a lot of people have, whether it's, you know, I, I think it's especially a lot with celebrities and now even social media influencers, they, they don't for one minute assume that their life is perfect. No. Because it's not. And they go through all the same heartaches and frustrations that you do. Every single one of them, it can be very taxing. And I think like. You only see the pretty stuff. And how how true is that for most people you know? Right. That is. Well, that, a lot of people feel uncomfortable sharing that type of stuff. Right. Because right? they've created this persona and. They need to stay safe. Unlike us living in a fishbowl for the last <laughs> decade. George and Bess. We, uh, there's nothing to hide here. And uh, really, I think when you get to that point of self-love where you can appreciate yourself for where you're at while still wanting to improve. Right. That's right. like a really, yeah. a really big moment. I like that term, self-love. Self-love. Another sign that you've matured is you take responsibility for all that is yours, regardless of whose fault it may be. That is a real sign of maturity. Yes. Yes, I could see that. Do you, ever, you... Do you know, have you ever met anybody that never takes responsibility for anything oh, they've sure. ever done? Oh, sure. Yeah. I hate that. Oh, that drives me nuts. It's frustrating. Oh, my God. And I'm, and I'm sure that I've done it plenty of times myself. And, you know, it's certainly something that I don't strive for or try to do, but... You that's don't, what, that's you what, don't want to be wrong. No, that's but that's one of the things in life that really frustrates people. I mean, that's, I mean, you know, that's a lot of the big problem with the workforce right now. Yeah. Is, yeah. is personal accountability, right? And, and when you're mature enough to look, to, to look at yourself and be like, I made a mistake. And if you admit that to your friends, coworkers, family members, whatever, you'll find your life you get a lot more support than you initially well, thought. Well, I was just going to say, right. part of it is just admitting it, and especially if you had good intentions with whatever you did, right, whatever right, mistake right. you made, I think most of the time you're you're going to be forgiven. Right. Um, another sign that you're maturing is you understand that everything requires your opinion. Oh, my God, this one is so huge. Like, it's you, okay to not say anything. Right, right. You yeah, know, like right. it's okay to observe something, have a thought about it, and just go about your business. And there's a lot of people, especially on the internets, oh my who might god, wanna, who might want to consider right. that that is an option. It, it, it it's insane to me that in today's world that there's all these people, even older people, that should that should have matured to this point that don't understand that anytime you send or post anything on social media. It's there forever. And people can see it. And, even and your if, name's on it. If you delete it, there's a screenshot somewhere. I know, I'm like, right? Not everything. Even is. if you're sending people messages, they have them. I know. Don't and do that. Like you just, more often than not. To let it go. Like, does just, it really affect you? Do you really need to interject your opinion here? Well, is it going to be helpful? Ask yourself this question before you blurt. Is it gonna help? Exactly. <laughs> if it's not gonna help, don't 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 even bother. Or with it. or the the like if it's not gonna affect you five minutes from now or five months from now, don't give it more than five minutes of your attention, right? Or your energy, right? Oh yeah, right. Unne unnecessary.
Uh, another sign that you have matured is uh, you keep a mind open to everything and attached to nothing. I love that. I love that. One thing I've really learned, I would say in the past 10 years of my life, is to really approach subjects with an open mind. And man, do we ever need that and it really in today's does society. Change the way you approach things. Completely. Like, I'm I'm open to hearing your opinion on this. And it may change mine. You know, like I'm I'm open to learning and getting educated on whatever this topic is. And maybe we'll just agree to disagree. If there was ever an example, it's the past couple of years. And and you you could feel it building to that especially with politics in this country. Yes. It's almost impossible to have a civil conver- conversation anymore because the lines have been drawn and everybody has picked a side and now we're just playing dodgeball, throwing things mm-hmm. at each other and nobody's on the same team. And it's important to remember- Or I should say that everybody's picked a team. Everyone's and, on a team. Yeah, yeah, there's no, there's no mutual, or I would say there's no middle ground. And I think when you- realize that you get to a point of maturity when you realize that you can just remove yourself from a conversation. If you're talking to someone who doesn't want to compromise or doesn't want to actually hear you or listen, just you can just walk away. You can just remove yourself from that conversation. It's like a lesson. You don't have to be right. It's like a lesson you learned in kindergarten. <laughs> if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Oh, right. I mean, as, as crazy and as simple as that sounds, sometimes... It works. It's a good reminder. Yes. Another sign that you've matured, you give before you receive. Well, I think that later in life, I mean, that that's a feeling that you understand, I think, even as a child and you can't quite figure it out. But there is a point in your life when you realize that the greatest gift is being able to give. Absolutely. It, I mean, everybody knows that, but even, even as it, a child, you start to figure that out. You get that overwhelming feeling during the holidays because- you just want to give. Yeah, whether right? it's giving of your your time, giving of your money, giving of your talents. All yes. of that. It feels very good. Giving is, yeah, absolutely one of the greatest gifts there is. Another sign that you've matured, you're straight with your communication, regardless of how unsexy it may be perceived. Well, you know me. Oh, I do know I am you. a straight talker. Yes. I cuz I don't like to I don't like to small talk too much. And you'll say whatever needs to when, be said it, even if it's difficult. Listen, I'll chat when we're just if 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 the idea is to just have a conversation it's yes, but you know me when it comes down to business, mm-hmm. like when 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 we turn the microphones off and it's just business. I have, I don't like to mess around, right? No, you're you're and, good at that. Yeah, and I just want people to engage me and let's have some straight talk here and let's just get down to business. I don't like, yeah. I'm getting better, but yeah. that is certainly an area that I have struggled with. Because sometimes you have, you have to remember this. Don't always tell people what you want to hear, what you think they want to hear. Exactly. Right? Sometimes, you know, not only people, I mean, do not, people don't just want to hear hear the truth they need to hear it mm-hmm. and you can do that in a right. in a kind way well a lot of them want it i want it i don't care if it's what i want to hear or not i need the truth because i can't approach any situation if i don't know what i'm going into and i i need the cards on the table and along those same lines not only speaking the truth but 
asking clarifying questions yeah. oh, goes yeah. along with that, too, where if you're unsure about something, you don't just assume. Right. You you ask clarifying questions to educate yourself right. so that you can proceed. Um, another sign that you've matured, these are uh, an article from medium.com. You stop giving off the image of perfection knowing no one can relate to it. Um, we that. There's a lot. This goes back to the celebrities of the internet. The the discussion, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, because I think the greatest example of that in today's world is the Kardashians. Everybody thinks that their world is perfect. And of course it isn't. Of course it's not. They're half of what's wrong with this country. (laughs) They really are. The Kardashians. Well, I mean, stuff like that, right? I'm just using them as an example. No, no, absolutely. I mean, there, if you ever want an example of what, I mean, you throw something out there on social media and on television, and then all of a sudden, all these young people think that that's what life is like, and that's what you should strive for. Those people are billionaires, and they don't do anything. Yeah. That isn't going to work for most people. Be fun if it did. I know. I agree with you. <laughs> I would use my power for good, I promise. Right. Uh, you quiet the voice in your head that insists something is always wrong. Oh, that is such a huge one. I have that. I have that problem as well. I'm always looking for. There's got to be something wrong, right? Like what's uh, what's going to go wrong here? Like what's going to be? And it's, it's the, the old a, Murphy's law. It's such a useless waste of energy. And I I vacillate. Like I'll go, I'll be really good for a while, and then like something will happen, or I'll get like that little feeling of self doubt, and then I'll convince myself that like everything is wrong. Like HR called me the other day. Can you come back here for a second? And I was like, Oh my God, what did I do? Oh my God. Right. Oh my God. And it, it deep down, I knew, I knew nothing. Right. And, and even if, even if it was the worst news, right. I would still be okay. Right. And I knew that. And she was like, can you help me with this email? And I was like, Oh God's sakes. Like, it's so dumb. <laughs> like, why did, why did I, did I immediately go to the worst? You want to know why? Cause you spent a couple of decades in radio. <laughs> That's- that's why and i got in her office and i was like do you want me to shut the door and she's like no i just i was just hoping you could help me with this any yeah right anytime you're in dumb in radio and anybody in hr says could we see you in the office down the hall it's never a good i know i know and so unfair to those wonderful (laughs) hr people like they're they're not the grim reaper right 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 and the number 10 sign you've matured you don't seek what you want you create it we, it's called manifesting. Manifest it. And I know that term gets thrown around and we've done a show on it, but really it's just I, at its simplest form, it's identifying what you want and then taking aligned action to get it. Yeah. You it, don't just sit there and wish for things. Like no. you actually have to do things, but the first thing you have to do is decide what you want. Right. Right. There's so much opportunity that is disguised in life. Right. And when, once you're open, your eyes open, and you see those opportunities and you seize them, that's when you're maturing. And, and I've seen, I, I'm sure it's some tur- or uh, <laughs> some thing from like the 50s, like a lot of times opportunities disguised as hard work or whatever that old phrase is, right. that old saying. But um, so, yeah, sometimes it is disguised as hard work. Sometimes opportunity is looks like something really scary. Sometimes like it takes all these different shapes but if you're not looking for it in any form you're not going to see it no not at all i can tell you if you would have taken me back two decades 20 years ago 
the thought would have never even crossed my mind to venture away from traditional terrestrial radio and venture off doing something like this. Well, I would have never, never. 20 years ago, there was barely internet. <laughs> well, no, in, tw- in 2002, there was the internet. <laughs> okay, there was the internet. But I'm saying if we would have even still had these op- the, all of these avenues and these different mediums for, for broadcast, I still wouldn't have had the courage to do it. No, I mean, I wouldn't have. I just wouldn't have. I wouldn't have been confident enough. I think confidence is something that comes as you mature through life. Absolutely. And confidence is so that's half the battle is taking that first step. And right. And just trusting yourself. Right. And that goes with confidence. I was listening to uh, God. His name evades me. Who's the bald guy on Shark Tank? Hmm. Do you know what? Do you know who I'm talking I about, though? I do, and I can't. Th- is it Mike something? I can't remember, but I just saw he was actually being interviewed uh, recently, and, and he talked about you know entrepreneurs uh-huh. and people and this this weird movement. It's not weird. Let's not call it weird. But what's happening in America? The Great Resignation and people venturing off and trying different things. And he said, "You'll never get anywhere in life, or you'll never get anywhere in life without risk." He goes, risk is such a big part of success, but you have to be willing to take that first step. And he goes, and he talked about, you know, it, it, you're right. It is scary. Sometimes it is scary. But if you, the difference between those people that are here and then all of the people down here that are working for them, making them a lot of money, is that, that risk. Mm-hmm. Somebody took the risk. And right? once you take a risk... It, the, listen, this is a calculated risk. Sure. It's right? not just like throwing caution to the wind, but once you take a risk, other risks seem less daunting. Right. You're like, I can do this. I've, you know, I've I've done it before. And I, if it fails, there's always you, you always got another shot, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the most most of the most successful entrepreneurs have failed at least once. Michael Jordan you miss a hundred percent. A hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? Uh, and that is so so true. It really is. So I would say, it, looking at yourself, you as a whole at this point in your life, what is the one? If there is one thing in your life, one sign that you've matured that you see, what is it? If you could wrap it all up into one, for me, it would be not taking everything so seriously. Well, I think that's like really getting a handle on what matters and what deserves energy and what is like nothing we can do about it. Like being called Bess in the the paper. On the front page of the (laughs) Sunday current section. (laughs) You know? I started laughing. and I've been going to laugh about that for a long time. That is funny. And the funny thing is, as soon as I saw it, even I knew. I was like, if this would have been 10 years ago, you'd have lost it. I would have. I know. And I know. And and I am mature enough to admit that as well. But also, I'm like, there is no part of me, even when I saw it, that felt any kind of negative emotions. Right. Like, I genuinely... Like belly laughed. I'm like, that right. is funny. It it was. I because I <laughs> I thought 
there's not one letter you could you could have put in front of your name. It, Jess, you, you couldn't have changed that one letter to a better letter than B to make it best. It sounds so ho, ho-dunk. It does. And red, it's just, what if it's it would have been an M? What if it would have been George and Mess? Oh, my God. How did... <laughs> How did the B even, how, how did B, I, I suppose there, the J and the B are somewhat close. I was just, keyboard. I was just like mentally doing a keyboard on the table and the, I'm the like, B no, is the, B, lo- the B is down and the J is up. Yeah. The B is down and to the left and the, and J, the J is, J is up. up. So I don't, I don't know how anyway, you screw that up, but I don't care. It's no. funny. By the way, we have the picture of the actual sub headline. It's on our Facebook page. If you search George and Jess podcast. That's you'll see what, with a J. You'll you'll see what inspired <laughs> this conversation this morning. So that you would I, I agree with you. I think that you don't freak out about the little things anymore. No, and I definitely used to, and it just was a waste of a lot of energy. What about right. you? Well, I, I think the number one sign for me is just not caring what people think mm-hmm. anymore. Because I think that's a that's a big part of what's wrong with our society. Everybody's looking at everybody else. And there's so many people that I still know today, adults, and I, I almost feel for them because their only identity in life is how much money they make and the fr- the circle of friends that they have. It's not people who are necessarily their friends or people who even like them, but it's all this group of people that are always competing to one-up each other. And I thought to well, myself- it's like that celebrity thing. It, yeah, it's, it's insane, yeah. right? And I'm like, you, you're you going to live your whole life like this? I mean, they never really develop meaningful relationships. They don't. It's sad. It really is sad. And by the time they get to a certain point in their life and they figure out that they've been wasting their time, it's too late. Yeah. That's sad. So I'm glad that at a point I just figured it out. I'm like, hey, surround yourself with people who you love and who love you and make you happy and give you the positive vibes. And forget about the rest. Forget about the rest. And don't take it all so seriously. Right, seriously. Do you and just be kind to one another. We only that's get simple. to do this once. And that sounds that sounds really simple, but just start looking around you and see how hard it is for some people. Because it's an identity. When, when I... You know, through all those years in broadcast, how many people did you and I know that were only there because they needed the identity? Mm-hmm. It's not because they loved conversation or they loved the creative aspect of it. There was people that we met through the, you know, almost 30 years for me in radio that drove me nuts because it was just identity right. for them. Without it, they were nothing. And I'm like, oh God, that's a sad existence. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And we we ran into people from all over the country. Yeah. And and not all, but some. And it was like, like look inside yourself. There's right. more to you. Oh, yeah. And then, it, <laughs> the, I mean, that constant struggle is, you know, of we have to have this or we have to have that because they do. In our circle of friends, this is what we do. I want to be in that circle, right? Stop thinking like that. Right. It's like it, it, be it, around people oh, that you actually like to spend right, time with. Right. and Not rest- somebody. It, yeah. Not someone you feel like you should spend time. Oh my with. God! The worst existence in life is trying to impress somebody else. Yeah, or just trying to fit in. Yeah. Oh my God! Don't fit in. We were born to stand out. Right. Right. Is that Dr. Seuss? <laughs> I don't know. If there's one thing I've learned, and I'm going to leave this with this, and I, as far as for some of the younger people, I'll tell you this: money can't buy class. <laughs> 
<laughs> it just can't. I'm telling you, there are gonna you're gonna run into a lot of people who think because they've started making a lot of money that they're now classy people. They ain't. <laughs> and I'm they using, ain't. And I'm said. I'm using the word ain't. And you can use that. Seriously, it's just Ellen Best told you. It's unbelievable, right? It's just it's unreal to see people run around like that. So yeah. What are signs that you see in yourself that tell you that you're maturing? Take a look at yourself. We'd love for you to, to weigh in, by the way. And you can see that paper, the the sub George and Bess <laughs> headline. <laughs> I just can't stop laughing. That's funny. It's uh, uh the, the photo of the the current section of the free press yesterday is on our Facebook page if you search George and Jess podcast. All right. That is it for this Monday, this final week of April. Hard to believe. Where did, where, Time is flying. We always say that, but it's so true. It is so true. We'll be back with a new episode tomorrow morning at 6 a.m.